Father, we come before you tonight in one accord. Even as they waited in the upper room in one accord, and the Spirit of the Lord fell and filled those in the upper room on the day of Pentecost, we're here tonight to be refilled and refreshed, to take a moment, to take time to wait upon you in your presence. Direct our steps, O oh God, tonight. May your anointing be strong upon Pastor Brenda as she ministers the word of the Lord. And we and we open our hearts wide open for you to do something fresh and for you to do something new in us individually and for you to do something new in our church, in your church. And for this, Lord, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Oh, we glorify you. Oh, come on, folks. Let's give him glory by the uplifted hands. We give you glory, Lord. supply of worship for you alone deserve all the glory all the honor Lord I thank you right now even in this time of worship and as we gather together around the word that your precious one shall be infused with strength strength and power Lord, we are not going to faint. We're going to wait upon you. And we are going to run and not be weary. Amen. All that you have in store for us, Lord. We shall do it. Not by might. Not by power. 
but by your spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you for your precious presence. Thank you for your precious presence. So good. So good to gather together in your name. Strength is happening right now. Hallelujah. Healing is flowing into physical bodies right now. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord. It's in your presence. In your presence. We are renewed. In your presence. We are changed. Ha, 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 ha. Woo, thank you, Lord. We're so thankful. We are so thankful that we can gather together like this. Lord, we do not take it for granted. We are so thankful. We can physically gather together in your presence. Thank you for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have something else, PT? Thank you, Jesus. Not by mind, not by power. You've heard it said, you've heard it said. Not by mind, not by power. You've heard it said, but by my spirit says the Lord. By my spirit says the Lord. By my spirit says the Lord. That's how, that's how. Not by my, not by power, but by. storms of life, you will sail above the storms of life, not by might, not by power, by my spirit says the Glory to God. And His Spirit is here. And His Spirit is resting upon us. Amen. You know, the Bible says the Word and the Spirit agree. So we've already had a beautiful time of refreshing in His presence. And now we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into the Word of God. Got some scriptures to share with you so y'all can be seated. We'll be receiving. Uh, our tithes and offerings at the end of the service. <clears throat> thank you, thank you, team. Praise God. Aren't you thankful for corporate worship? Woo! Amen. <clears throat> well, I can't tell you how delighted I am to see all of you 
here tonight. It has been almost a year since we've had a Sunday night in-person service. Yay! Here we are. Amen. Now, we have it in our hearts that, um, you know, things can change. But for now, this is what we're planning on doing is having a Sunday night service the fourth Sunday of every month. Toward the end of the month, we'll be doing that. So we'll be letting you know, keep you posted on when the next one will be happening for sure. We just felt that it was important. It's been quite a year. Everybody would agree with that, right? (laughs) Quite a year. And we just felt like it was important for us to come together as much as we can, even like we just experienced corporate worship. I love watching services online, and I do. I watch a lot of services online, and I get edified, and I get encouraged, and I thank God for the word. But there really is nothing like being here together, in, especially in corporate worship. Amen? The tangible anointing that we have sensed tonight. We're grateful. We are so grateful. My heart is overwhelmed with happiness and goodness for the faithfulness of God. Amen? Well, I was getting ready tonight. I just kept playing this song over and over. It's got to be one of my new favorites, The Goodness of God. All my life, you have been faithful. All my life, you have been so, so good. And I think that song has uh, got a new meaning for all that we've been through this past year. But can everybody in the house still testify that God is good? And God is faithful. And we're all still here. Hallelujah. And we are blessed, blessed, blessed of the Lord. So when we uh, were thinking about, praying about having this once a month Sunday night service, we wanted to give it, you know, a title. It doesn't mean that we're always going to be preaching along these lines, but Sunday night title now is going to be Refresh. Refresh. Now that can go a lot of different directions. It can, you know, sometimes we may come together and we may have a healing service. We may come together and just saturate ourselves with the Word of God. We are a Spirit-led church, so whatever He has for us. But I felt like tonight, since we are kicking off our Refresh Sunday night service, that I'm actually going to preach on Refresh. And so let's start off tonight looking in the Word of God over in Psalms 126, verse 4. I love this out of the Passion Translation. Now, Lord, do it again. Restore to us our former glory. And this is a part I just really love this. May streams of your refreshing flow over us. Woo, that makes me happy right there. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until our dry hearts are drenched again. Woo, don't you like that? Now, I'm not saying that, you know, we're all dead and dry and all shriveled up spiritually. I'm not saying that. You guys, the fact that you came out on a Sunday night does indicate that you want more. So, you know, it doesn't mean that we're just dry and crispy crittered, no, spiritually. But it does mean that we're here with arms wide open, with hearts wide open. And we're saying, oh, Lord, pour out some more streams of your refreshing spirit over me until I am drenched. And it's not one of these little dab 
will do you. No, we're talking about getting drenched from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. Spirit, soul, and body soaked and saturated with the presence of the living God. Amen? It's like, Lord, send a downpour and drench us that we may be completely revived. You may have had the unfortunate experience of getting caught out in a rainstorm. Now, we've had some rain here, and it can there can be downpours, but it's nothing like you can get in Oklahoma and in Texas, and they've had a downpour of snow. Thank God they're thawing out out there now. But when you are out there and this downpour comes, sometimes you can even have an umbrella and I've been out in that situation where I had an umbrella but it was raining so hard the umbrella blew inside out and you're just drenched soaked, everything is soaked, but you know what in the realm of the spirit we want that drenching, we're not going to put up an umbrella of resistance and try to say, stay dry. We're not going to put up an umbrella and say, ooh, I got a little touch of God. That little dot of the rain of the Spirit hit my shoulder. I feel so good. No, let's put down the umbrellas and let's get refreshed and saturated. Amen. So I mentioned up this morning that I had been looking up some definitions on refresh. And before we get into some familiar ones, I found this very interesting. There's some fairly new definitions in Webster's Dictionary. It's kind of, uh, I think, from where we live today, we have seen that our vocabulary, it has to evolve to the day in which we live. Just think about this. You know, when your parents were growing up and somebody said the word spam, they would not have thought about anything to do with the internet or email. They would have thought about that disgusting meat in a can. Some of you might like it. That's your choice. Go ahead. Eat your spam. Be happy with it. But so it had to. Our vocabulary has evolved. And now spam, the first thing you hear when I say spam is, oh no, it's an email, it's a con, it's not, you know, all of this stuff. And the, the other night we were watching a sports thing, you know, well, pastor's watching, I'm sitting there texting, but I hear it. Anyway, and these people were talking about that guy is a goat. And then my ears popped up and I thought, they are calling that man a goat? That's not very nice. But pastor had to explain to me, goat has evolved. It's not just an animal with horns anymore. It stands for G greatest of all times. Now y'all learned something. Our language, it has to evolve to the day in which we live. So I can look at Reuben now and I can say, Reuben, you are a goat. And he wouldn't get offended. He'd go, whoo, thank you, Pastor Brenda. Anyway, taught y'all something. So it's it's the same with the word refresh. When I looked this up, the latest definition of refresh is this. To update or renew, such as the contents of a computer memory or the displayed version of a web page. And then it had the usage of it. If you are unsure of whether the content that you are viewing on a web page is current, 
you should refresh your page. Now, I know I've had several things during this whole year of having to stretch in the area of tech, being a tech. And, you know, I'll call Jane or I'll call Mish. I can't see this. I can't hear this. And Mish, wherever she went, her favorite line is, Did you refresh your page? (laughs) No, I did not. Well, you need to refresh your page if you want to see what I'm seeing because what I'm seeing is current and up to date. So if we don't refresh our computer screen, we may not hear or we may not see something clearly or things can get distorted or they can stop working correctly. But you know what? If we as Christians don't have times in the word and in his presence and get refreshed from the word of God and just waiting on him. Did you know that our vision can get distorted? We can start seeing images that the devil is trying to bring up in our life regarding our past, regarding failures and mistakes. The devil will bring up old content. Don't stare at an old screen. (laughs) Refresh, refresh your spirit man and remind him what pastor preached on today. I have been redeemed. That old man died and I'm a brand new creation in Christ Jesus. So I liked that definition of refresh. But now there's some more that we want to look at. And these all begin with the re. These are, it's really powerful. I could preach from Webster's Dictionary. I think I mentioned that today. Listen to these definitions. Revive. Renew. Restore. Recharge. Did you see that? All of these words began with re. Now, when you put re in front of a word, it usually means do it again. I'm not going to ask for a show of hands, but some of you maybe had to repeat a grade in school. What does that mean? You had to take it over. You had to do it again. And when I was mentioning to pastor all of these re-words, he said, don't forget, repent. He does that all the time. (laughs) He's excellent at repenting. Very familiar with it. (laughs) So refresh. Stay in the spirit, stay in the spirit. Refresh, revive, renew means we're going to do it again. Amen. And another thing that it said in the dictionary about this was that refresh literally mean, can mean this. Replenish by running water over. Replenish by running water over. You can have a drooping flower or plant and it looks like it is gone but you run water on it and what happens springs back up comes right back up to life so that's what's happening tonight we're running water over our soul over our spirit just as rain brings refreshing to dry ground 
and a drooping plant. So the rain of the Spirit brings refreshing and recovering to our dry hearts. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the rain of your Spirit. Amen. Now, another wonderful scripture. If you're going to talk about refreshing, you need to use this scripture. I don't have any new scriptures for you tonight. Aren't you glad I didn't make up any scriptures today? We're going to look at the scriptures from the Word of God. Acts chapter 3, verse 19. And we're going to look at it from the Amplified Version. So repent, change your mind and purpose, turn around and return to God, that your sins may be erased, blotted out, wiped clean hallelujah and that times of refreshing of recovery of the effects of heat of reviving with fresh air may come from the presence of the lord isn't that great we hear reviving we hear refreshing we hear recovery that comes from the presence of the Lord. And you know, oftentimes the things that we have gone through that have led to a point where we need refreshing, they're just outright attacks of the devil. It's not like we did anything wrong or, or we opened the door. The attack just came. Attacks come by virtue of us just being in this earth. But there are also times that we have opened up the door. And in those incidents, we need to do what the first part of this verse says. It says, repent, change your mind and purpose, turn a Round. If we have done something that has opened the door, we need to admit it and quit it. And we need to turn around. If you're on the wrong road, you're not going to get where you want to go. You're not going to get to your final destination. We've used this illustration a few times, but, you know, we have three granddaughters, and, and they're good illustrations. <laughs> but Liv, when she was like four, we were down visiting them, and Pastor and I had taken her down to the beach on our own, and it's a big area down there. And she wanted McDonald's. We were trying to find McDonald's, and we ended up on the wrong road. And she was disgusted because she needed to go to the bathroom. And she's sitting in her car seat, and after a while she went like this. Oh, you should have asked Siri. She knew we were lost and we're messed up. She knew that we needed to probably repent because we're getting at each other on what you said, turn here, and you said, turn here. No, we had to turn around, though. We had to get on the right road. So that's we have a guide inside. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. If we need to repent, if we need to turn around, He will help us. And the result is going to be this. Times of refreshing. Recovery from the effects of heat. Hallelujah. I think every one of us can testify. We need some recovery time from what we've been through this past year. God's been good. God's been faithful. But let's make a full recovery. How about it? And let's get completely revived. There's been some heat. I know there has been. There's been some difficult things that we've had to face. But you know what? This season 
season has an expiration date on it. One translation of Acts chapter 3.19 literally says this. It says seasons of refreshing. Times of refreshing. Seasons of refreshing. Seasons don't last forever. Seasons change. And whatever you may be going through right now, you can be assured this season is about to change. There's some recovery that's coming into your life. And if the devil has tried to rip you off in financially or any other area, you just need to begin to say, it's time for my recovery. It's time to be refreshed. It's time for restoration. It's time for renewal. Hallelujah. My new season is here. It's a new season. It's a new day. Hallelujah. Thank God it's going to go God's way. Glory be to God. And when you're sometimes in that season of heat, like it talked about here, recovery from the effects of heat, things might try to stick to you. But we're going to jump in the river of the sweet Holy Ghost. And we're going to let those things be washed off by the washing of the Word, by the washing of the great, wonderful Holy Spirit. When we were kids and growing up on the farm, one of my least favorite jobs to do was to bale hay. I wasn't strong enough to be throwing the hay on the truck, but I had to drive the truck often. And alfalfa hay was the worst. When it was hot and humid in Oklahoma, that would stick to you. And it was itchy and it was awful. But my dad would always say this, hurry up kids, let's get this hell, this hell. Out of the abundance of the heart. Let's get this hell over so we can go and swim in the river. (laughs) You know, that could be a word for somebody. Let's just get rid of all of that. (laughs) Get this hay bailed. So we could go swimming in the Arkansas River. And it was so refreshing to jump into the river and to wash off all of that sticky hay and all that sweat and all that dirt. And that's what happens. That's what the Spirit of God does for us. He brings a refreshing. He brings a recovery. He brings a reviving. Woo! Of fresh air. It said that there too. That reviving of fresh air. That comes from heaven. Hallelujah. God's presence does these things for us. Now let's look at another scripture over in Psalms 92 verse 10. Psalms 92 10. We'll look at it first in the King James. (laughs) but my horn thou shall exalt like the horn of a unicorn I shall be anointed with what kind of oil say it again what kind of oil say it again fresh oil hallelujah the word fresh literally means this recently produced not Preserved or canned. 
and having just arrived like fresh mountain air. Woo, that's nice, clean, crisp, and fresh. The air, the atmosphere of heaven, it's clean, it's clear. It has high concentrations of life and joy and peace. Hallelujah. Woo! That's what we're to breathe in. That's what happens when He anoints us with fresh oil. God is not into stale, day-old bread or manna. Think about it with the children of Israel. They had to collect fresh manna every single day. There's something in there for us. And that means we need to be in His presence every single day. We need to be getting Word, the Word of God into our hearts every single day. If heaven were a supermarket, it would not have canned goods up there. Everything is fresh. Everything is new. His mercy. How about mercy? Do you ever need any mercy? His mercies are new every single day. We never go into His presence and say, Oh, I'm sorry. That was yesterday special. I don't feel like cooking today. Just heat up some leftovers from last week. No. He's got a fresh word. He's got fresh manna. He has a fresh anointing for us every single day. Aren't you thankful for that? Glory to God. Now that back to Psalms 92.10, I want to read it out of the Passion. As you can tell, I'm really enjoying the Passion translation. Psalms 92.10 in the Passion. Your anointing has made me strong and mighty. You've empowered my life for triumph. By pouring fresh oil over me. Woo! Your anointing has made me strong and mighty. You've empowered me for life. We are empowered for life. There is nothing that will ever face us that we are not equipped to walk through victoriously. Glory be to God. We are empowered. We are endued with power from on high. And he said over in Philippians chapter 4, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. In the Amplified it says, infuses me with inner strength. Hallelujah. We are equipped. We are equal to anything and everything that comes our way. I love how it says the anointing has made me strong. Woo! We are not weak. We are strong. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Hallelujah. Let those that feel weak, let the weak say, I am strong. The anointing on me is mighty. Hallelujah. Oh, 
Don't think for a moment what you are going through is impossible. There are no impossibilities with me, says the Spirit of God. So hook up your faith with the Word. <laughs> and pray in the Holy Ghost. And no matter what you may be facing, I will show you the way out. And I will show you the way into victory. For I always cause my people to triumph. Hallelujah. Woo! We are victorious in Him. The anointing. The anointing. The anointing. It's burden removing. Yoke destroying. Power of God. Doesn't the Bible say over in Isaiah, I believe it's chapter 10... Somewhere around verse 27, the anointing shall destroy, the yoke shall be destroyed by the anointing. Don't let any kind of burden or yoke of the enemy get on you, bind you up. No, there's a spirit of might. There's a spirit of the anointing that shall empower you to destroy every yoke, every burden. Nothing is too difficult for God. I don't want my people to be bound in any way, fashion, or form. I don't want my people to be bound by sickness and disease. I don't want my people to be bound by fear. I don't want my people to be bound by lack. I don't want my people to be bound by mental torment. So kindri shomrita. So tap into the anointing that is available. And that yoke and that burden shall be destroyed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for the anointing that's working in this place right now. The anointing that's working in bodies. Glory be to God. Can you handle just like maybe a couple more scriptures here? Hallelujah. So back to refresh. I looked up in Webster's 1828. And this time I looked up refreshing. And I like this one. Relief from fatigue. And you know they've got scriptures in there. Relief from fatigue. Fatigue. Woo! <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I did when I read that, Kathy. I went, woo! Relief from fatigue. You know, fatigue can come physically maybe from a hard workout or not getting enough rest. But fatigue can come mentally as well. From trying to have to make a lot of decisions or, or pressure or tension in relationships. And fatigue can weigh us down. But Jesus, <laughs> He is the burden remover. He is the yoke destroyer. He is the one who brings fatigue. He, he brings strength where there is weakness. He is the one who will lift us up out of 
fatigue. When I read that scripture, I thought about this. Oh, yeah, you know, people that get really tired and really fatigued to the point of sometimes even getting depressed. They're walking around with their head down. When you're under a heavy burden and you're dealing with so much oppression, you might have noticed this. People don't look up. It gets so heavy on them. They're looking down. But we know what the relief from fatigue is. Woo-hoo-hoo. His name is Jesus. Jesus is not the one that pulls people down. He never pulls people down. He never oppresses people. He never pushes people down and makes them feel like they are a little worm. Absolutely not. Jesus is the lifter up. He's the one that said, I will raise you up together with me and I've made you sit together together with me in heavenly places he never oppresses he never pushes people down he always pulls people up out of the miry clay no matter how bad a person has been no matter how deep and dark the pit may be that they have dug for themselves but jesus whoo what does he do he reaches down He reaches down. His love reaches to the lowest pit. And it pulls people right up out of darkness. Right up out of despair. Hallelujah. Psalms 3, 3 says this. But you, O Lord, are the shield for me. You are my glory. And you are the one who lifts up my head. Woo! Let there be a lifting. Let there be a lifting. Let there be a lifting in this place tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, we're thanking you for the anointing. We're thanking you for the fresh oil. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, Pastor Tom and the team, they sang this song and I, I want to ask them to go ahead and make their way back up here. They sang this song based on this scripture. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 30 and 31. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord, what's going to happen? Shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. I like the fact that it says even the youth shall faint and be weary. I mean, I don't like the fact that the youth are going to faint and be weary. But you know what that says to us? Being fatigued. And getting weary doesn't, it doesn't go hand in hand with the, your age. It doesn't mean, you know, just because you're over 70, you're going to be fatigued and you're going to be weak. This said, even the youth can get weary and fatigued and weak if they don't know how to tap in to God. Where is the answer? The answer is in what we're doing tonight. The answer is feasting on the Word of God. The answer is waiting on the Lord. Don't you love that? Those who wait 
on the Lord shall do what? Renew their strength. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Let's just begin to thank Him. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, so much has already been said. So much has already happened in the presence of the Lord. But this is what I sense that we are to do. Go ahead and stand to your feet. Honey, do you have anything you want to add before we begin to worship? I think you all heard that. I was praying this afternoon and I was like, Lord, we can't lay hands on people. But you know what came up in my heart when I was talking to the Lord about that? He said, but I can. But I can. There is such a sweet, tangible anointing in this place. Whatever you need, reach out and receive. Woo! Jesus. Jesus. He said that. I can and I will touch each and every hungry heart. Oh, each and every body that needs healing. Each and every weary soul. So we're going to just worship the Lord here for a bit. And I want you just to focus on Him. He's here. He's here. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead, PT. Thank you. You are the everlasting God. The everlasting God. You do not fade, you
Lord Jesus. Oh, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh, discouragement is disappearing right now in His presence. Sadness is being lifted off in His presence. And deep and confusion. You got to go. You got to go right now in the name of Jesus. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for ministering to each and every person. Thank you, Jesus. And it's right now. There's There's somebody you can just feel it. It's starting right here on the top of your head, and it's like warm honey. It's just been poured. All over you. Mm. And every pain, every pain is leaving your body right now. In the name, in the name, in the name, in the name of Jesus. Oh, that back pain, that pinched nerve, you gotta go in Jesus' name. In your presence. In your presence, we're refreshed. Oh, and even and even rekindled, rekindled. That means do it again, do it again. Like we were talking about that definition of refresh your screen. Some of you need to refresh your vision. Ha ha ha. Don't let go of it. Nepasubrita. Oh, let it be rekindled. Let it be rekindled. Ha ha ha. The future is bright. It's not over. The best is yet to come. Refresh your screen. Stop staring at the past. Stop staring at 2020. It's gone. It's gone. It's a new season. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Thank you, Lord, for strength. Thank you, Jesus. <sighs> Breathe in. Breathe in of the atmosphere of heaven. <laughs> Woo! Fresh air. Woo! Thank you, Lord. <laughs>
just lead them in worship, Pete. In the presence.
a scripture that I, I didn't get to, but let me just, uh, no, let me just read you this scripture. Y'all can go ahead and be seated. We're going to be receiving the offering. It's actually in Psalms 23, and Pastor Tom was saying that, quoting, that he restores my soul. He refreshes us. But Psalms 23 is really beautiful out of the Passion Translation. Let me just read you the first two verses. Yahweh is my best friend and my shepherd. 
I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in luxuria, in His luxurious love. He tracks me and He takes me to an oasis of peace near the quiet brook of bliss. That's where He restores and revives my life. Hallelujah. That's what's happening tonight. He restores and He revives our lives in His presence. Amen. Well, I'm sure glad that I came tonight. I trust all of you were blessed as well from the Word and wonderful presence of the Lord. Amen.